This episode is brought to you by Dietz and Watson. Uh, Molly, it's time we have the talk about hot dogs. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, (laughs) I'm looking for a hot dog that's the real deal, Matthew. Like a classic hot dog that like when you think of like the platonic ideal of a hot dog, Mm -hmm. I recommend Dietz and Watson's Dietz Dogs. Ah, well, I've heard that they're handcrafted and made using only Dietz and Watson premium meat. I can vouch for this because Dietz and Watson sent us a big box of hot dogs and other delights. And wife of the show, Lori, and I had them for dinner last night. We had uh, the classic beef Dietz dogs with uh, toasted buns with sauerkraut and pickled jalapenos and Dietz and Watson ballpark style yellow mustard. Do you think you'd recommend Dietz and Watson hot dogs for fried rice? Oh, yeah. Fried rice with some sliced hot dogs. I'm going to be doing that soon. Wife of the show, Lori, is going to be making the hot dog flour buns from Christina Cho's cookbook, Mooncakes and Milk Bread. Very excited for this. Mm, And I'm especially pleased because Dietz and Watson does things the right way. So this means like no additives, no fillers, no artificial flavors, no cutting corners. You can feel good about this stuff. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at Dietz slash the right way. That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is the easiest way to create a beautiful website, blog, or online store for you and your ideas. Squarespace features an elegant interface, beautiful templates, and incredible 24-7 customer support. Start building your website today at squarespace.com. Enter offer code SPILLED at checkout to get 10% off. Squarespace. Build it beautiful. I'm Matthew. And I'm Molly. And this is Spilled Milk, the show where we cook something delicious, eat it all, and you can't have any. Today, we are talking about something people really love to hate, which is raisins. Yeah, I I think I'm a raisin hater. You're a raisin hater? That's so strong, Matthew. How can you be that definitive? I, I think I'm a hater in general. You know, like when you <laughs> when you listen to a hip-hop song and they talk about haters, you should think of me. Don't be a hater, man. Well, I mean, you should you should hate the... Wait, do you hate the player or the game? I, yeah, I think gonna, you hate the game, but you don't hate the player. I, you know, I'm gonna... We need to do more research on this. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> let's begin with a little stroll down memory lane. Okay. First question, did you have sun-made raisin cardboard boxes, the red box, in your lunch? I don't know if I had them in my lunch, but I have extremely, uh, you know, vivid memories of eating them and of the feeling of digging your finger around in there as they stick together. The sound that they make oh, yes. when you shake the little tiny box. like, And, and here's something I want to I want to put out there put it that, out there that I, I think we can revisit as the episode goes along and it is the idea that I think raisins taste best on their own when they're not like hidden in something oh I so, think I agree with that so like as a child even while I would absolutely willingly eat one of those little boxes of sun-made raisins I didn't want to find raisins in other things I wanted to just be given the raisins if that's what we were going to eat just give them to me don't put them in things so not the gorp just the r oh d- d- matthew we're not to the gorp part of the oh, show okay. yet <laughs> i forgot i forgot our <laughs> weekly gorp segment hasn't we, we haven't heard the, the gorp theme song that accompanies the gorp segment <clears throat> how does that theme song go again molly um <laughs> gorp gorp the magical treat the more you eat the more you Tweet. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't know. That, yeah, that's why I never tweet. Um, I was I was thinking more something like more like a radio call sign, like G O R P, Washington. Oh God, that was beautiful. Thanks. 
Okay. So anyway, uh, memory lane. Uh, did you ever eat little boxes of raisins? Yeah, I sure did. I don't really remember the context exactly whether they literally came in my Korg lunchbox or not, but I definitely remember eating those. I, as as of now, so when I said, remember um, back when I said I was a hater? Yeah. That may have been overstating it a I, little bit. I thought that you were just trying to get a rise out of me. Yeah, it was, again, you know, I'm, I'm always I'm always uh, playing devil's advocate. <laughs> I'm, uh, yeah. Uh, I So I'm actually kind of looking forward to trying these, these four kinds of raisins that we have here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I certainly ate a lot of raisins as a kid. I remember mostly, again, mostly on their own. Like, I've never been a big fan of oatmeal raisin cookies. Uh, wh- where else do you find raisins? Like in a scone? People put them in granola. You might find them in a scone. I feel like, you know, we're not going to talk about currants today, but, you know, currants show up in scones. Raisins are often interchangeable with currants. Yeah, currants, like Zante currants, are they are raisins. They're little dried grapes. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. There's another thing that's also called currants, but most of the time when you get currants, like in baked goods and stuff, they are little raisins. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, also raisins would show up like, well, for a savory application, you could do them in like sautéed spinach with pine nuts and raisins. I am very skeptical whenever I see raisins in a recipe. Like I love empanadas, but so often like empanada filling recipes will have raisins in them. And like when someone has made empanadas and I'm going to eat one, I'm totally fine with that. I just don't want to do it myself. So I have this meatball recipe in my first book and you can make it with ground turkey or ground lamb. Uh, But anyway, it's got golden raisins, garlic, pine nuts, onions, and then you dip it in like a garlicky, cumin-y yogurt sauce. And man, I love golden raisins in there. And I don't usually, I would not naturally say I love raisins in savory applications, but I really love raisins with lamb and cilantro and pine nuts. Ooh, so good. I, you know, I can't honestly say that that sounds good, except that like, you know, certainly if you made meatballs, I would eat them and I'd be like, oh, this is good. What makes it so good? What's the secret ingredient? And then, then if you said it was raisins, I'd be like, oh, interesting. Oh, interesting. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, apparently, yeah, when I eat meatballs, like I turn into some sort of caricature. <laughs> you, you went a little Julia Child there. <laughs> yeah, oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was kind of a German Jewish child. <laughs> oh, I, I, dropped, I dropped a chicken on the floor. <laughs> okay. So, um, but what about memory lane? So, I mean, like, did you, when you were confronted with a box of raisins, did you, did you cry? Or did you willingly uh, eat whoa, that? This just this just got serious. Like, <laughs> I think I need to lie on the couch for this. Um, I think, as I remember it, I would, like, eat half the box and then get bored with it and throw them out. Yeah, I don't really remember. Okay, great. Um, I can tell you we that... We need to go, like, under hypnosis for this t- for the first time. It's In gonna the history be, of this show. It's going to be, yeah, uh, Recovered Memory Lane. <laughs> Um, well, my kid, in the, the tradition of American kids uh, through time, she, whenever she comes across a small box <laughs> The tradition box of... of American kids through time? What are you talking about? I don't know. Okay, please continue. I'm turning this into some sort of sociological study. I can tell. Um, no, my kid loves a little box of raisins. I, you know, I think the thing is, is parents always think they're giving their kids something really good when they give them raisins, but it's basically like tiny pockets of sticky sugar that just stick to your kid's teeth. Wow, tiny pockets of sticky sugar. <laughs> like, 
I, I, when you say that, what I imagine is a kid like with literal like moist sugar in their pockets, just like reaching into their pockets and slapping their hands all over everything. It's disgusting. Like spackling. Yes, yes. yes. Sugar spackled. Mm-hmm. I, um, need, yeah. I need to kind of regrout our bathtub. And now that you suggested it, I'm going to do it with some sugar, sugar grout. Oh, no, you should just like let your, set your kid loose with the spackle. Cool. Like just. Ooh, hand spackling sounds kind of nice, actually. <laughs> sounds like a massage technique. Do you do you ever like use the putty knife to spackle? Like, I've never spackled. This is like the one thing around the house I feel like I can do. Like if there's a hole in something, I can spackle it. Um, and I love, I love. Is that what you call it? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's my mod. That's my bumper sticker. My motto. It's my it's my uh, how I live. Mm-hmm. Um, Using the putty knife to spackle over a hole. First of all, you can't talk about it without doing the hand motion. Yeah, uh-huh. It's so satisfying because, like, there was a hole and now there isn't. <laughs> Don't respond to that. Let's taste some raisins. Yes. So, so okay. Walk me down. down Raisin Lane? Yeah. Um, I was really excited. So I went to the, co- to the co-op. <laughs> Yet again. Which apparently now I can't even say. Uh, and uh, there were, I got three kinds of raisins there, plus an additional one at Trader Joe's. And I got to say, like, I, I did this right. I went to Trader Joe's after the co-op because I always feel like, and I don't know whether this is just my impression or whether this is an actual thing, that if I go to Trader Joe's first, the Trader Joe's and the co-op are right next to each other on Capitol Hill in Seattle. If I go to Trader Joe's first and bring stuff from Trader Joe's into the co-op, I feel like the co-op employees are looking at me like, you motherfucker. I, you know, I, I, I often feel like the employees at that co-op are looking at me like, oh, I'm not, I'm like not, I'm not juicing enough. <laughs> well, I mean, that's definitely true. Uh, yeah, yeah I, I didn't mean to like impugn the employees. I'm this is a self-impugning sort of thing. I just feel like a bad person. But when I take co-op stuff into the you know the corporate Trader Joe's, you're being such a good person. You're fighting corporate culture, man. Yes. Uh, definitely that's what I'm doing. I really took a stand. <laughs> I, I went to the co-op first and then Trader Joe's, where at the kiosk they had pretzel croissants, which were pretty good. Ooh. Uh, anyway, can we talk about raisins? Yeah, geez, finally. Okay, so I got uh, four kinds of raisins. California golden raisins, Thompson seedless raisins, which are the most common type, flame raisins, and Monuka raisins. And I believe the difference is just the grape variety that they're made from. I'm starting with the old Thompson seedless. It was a classic raisin flavor. Oh, I just put more raisins Man, in my mouth than I should have. When you eat raisins just by themselves, they're delicious. Mm-hmm. I was going to say before when you said they were just sugar pockets, they are high, high in fiber. Um, You know, I feel like the thing that nobody wants is a sneak attack of any kind. And a sneak attack of raisins <laughs> is, is possibly... You're right. The, that is something nobody wants. <laughs> the worst kind of sneak attack. So when you know a raisin is coming, it's like, oh, this is awesome. So you're saying, <laughs> if, I, if I'm understanding this correctly, like, like if you bite into what you think is like an oatmeal chocolate chip cookie and it's actually an oatmeal raisin cookie, mm-hmm. that's worse than like a roadside bomb. I'm not going to answer that All question. Right. I think you already did. <laughs> it's amazing how different the flame raisins taste from the Thompson Seedless. No, no, wait, hold on. This is the flame. <laughs> Thank you. This is the Thompson Seedless. That's the flame. Oh, wow. Um, it's a darker flavor, kind of winier. What's the crunch I'm getting? I think you're going to, you're about to sprout a grapevine in your tummy. In my tummy? <laughs> tummy. Coochie, coochie, coochie. <laughs> please, please stop doing that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so which, which do you prefer? I gotta say, I like the classic Thompson. 
I like the classic Thompson too. There's something something about the flavor of the flame that is also appeal. It, it feels like a little less sweet, maybe. I don't yeah. know. They're not super different. I'm okay, gonna let's try the Manuka raisin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is organic raisins Manuka variety. Mm. Something I learned about raisins is like the reason raisins uh, often, if not usually, have oil in the ingredients uh-huh. is because it's used in the production <laughs> of raisins. Like getting a grape to dry. <laughs> I'm just going to keep going on while he's making manuka raisin faces. Ah, uh, it, I don't like I don't like this I think one. it's rancid. No, it's not. The no? one the one that I ate was not rancid. It's just a smell this. Isn't that a rancid smell? No, I think that's a raisin smell. All right. I but I feel like these are not bad once you get past the initial rancidity, which I'm I'm taking a stand here. I'm saying these are rancid raisins. I, so tell me again why there's oil on them, because it's for sure the oil that it's gone rancid. Um, yeah, so I think partly, uh, like, there's additional oil applied to, like, keep them, like, lubricated so they don't all uh, form into a mass. But, like, when they when you uh, dry raisins, like, you have to do something to take the waxy stuff off the outside of the grape. Oh. Because otherwise it won't, it'll, like, dry so slowly that it'll just get weird before mm-hmm. it dries. So so one way you can do that is, like, dissolve the waxy stuff in a little oil. Cool. Yeah. That is, as I learned some other stuff about raisin production. I'm not going to go into it. Great. You don't want to know. Today's episode is brought to you by Squarespace. What is Squarespace? Squarespace is a a web creation platform that you ought to know about, Matthew. It's intuitive. <laughs> I ought to it's... know, like, like Alanis Morissette. <laughs> How did you know? Yes. Would Squarespace go down on you in a theater? That's, they are known yes. worldwide yes, for their incredible customer service. And they I don't would have promise my baby. they would do that. Yes. They would have my baby. I'm not saying they wouldn't do those no, things. Oh, no. I'm sure Squarespace <laughs> would make a really excellent mother. <laughs> okay. Um, can we tell people about the product? Uh, here's the idea. You need a website for, for your portfolio, your restaurant, your, your online blog, store. Your online self. Yes. Uh, the f- quickest way to get from your idea to your website is Squarespace. That is true. It's intuitive. They've got drag and drop stuff beautiful templates. If you know nothing about code, you can make a fantastic, extremely uh, well-designed website on Squarespace. You sounded a little bit like Grandpa Simpson there for a second. You can make a well-designed website. If you go to squarespace.com, you can sign up for a free trial, uh, no no credit card required. Squarespace is so easy. Grandpa Simpson probably made his, his website with Squarespace. Um, and uh, I'm still on Alana's set. Yes, you, it's hard to get offer, and <laughs> you can save ten percent when you use the offer code spilled at checkout. That's S P I L L E D. Squarespace. Wait, I want to say it this time. Okay. Squarespace, you should. <laughs> hey, so let's taste these golden raisins. I generally think of myself as preferring golden raisins over, you know, regular raisins. And the Would truth you call is, yourself a golden girl? That's what I mean. Mm-hmm. The truth is that they do have a really different flavor. It's um, less whiny. It's brighter, more mild. I think a golden raisin in a baked good is a really good thing. This is definitely my favorite of the bunch. Now- I also love Thompson raisins, though. So wait, but I, I understand that you have a shocking fact for me. Prepare to lose your mind. 
<laughs> no, wait, blow. I, I almost said prepare to blow your mind, but that's not the expression. And prepare to lose your mind also isn't an expression. Uh, prepare for blast. These off. California golden raisins and the Thompson's uh, seedless black raisins mm-hmm. are made both made from Thompson's seedless grapes. And it's just the production that's different. Remember, a remember a minute ago when I said I wasn't going to get deeper into raisin production? I lied. Wait, so how did they do this? They um, so these are are uh, machine dried, like like dried in an oven, so they don't uh, they don't get hit with a bunch of sunlight, which darkens them. Oh, that's that's how I understand it. The sunlight it. must also really change the flavor. Yeah, and the reason, like, mm, mm, I love these. I, I mean, the reason they 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 sun dry all these grapes is because like the sun is free. <laughs> And putting stuff in on- ovens, onions, putting stuff in ovens is expensive. <laughs> mm-hmm. Cool. Anyway, so yeah, so that's why you can get like a gigantic quantity of the black Thompson seedless grapes uh, for very little money and the uh, and the golden raisins are more expensive. Oh. Okay. Can we can we take a, a further a walk further down memory lane in Please. the in the sense of like centuries old? Because I learned something on on Wikipedia about raisins um, yeah. that is my favorite thing I've ever learned about anything. <laughs> please tell us about it. So, um, please do stop me if this gets boring, but I don't think it's going to. Okay, so on the on the Wikipedia raisin page, it said that raisins are also used in the game of Snapdragon. It didn't elaborate on that. It just you know like click here for for more information about Snapdragon. I will now share with you more information about Snapdragon, <laughs> a game you will want to play right now. Okay. Snapdragon, also known as Flapdragon, <laughs> was a par- parlor game popular from about the 16th to 19th centuries. It was played during the winter, particularly on Christmas Eve, so we just missed it. Brandy was heated and placed in a wide, shallow bowl. Raisins were placed in the brandy, which was then set alight. Typically, lights were extinguished or dimmed to increase the eerie effect of the blue flames playing across the liquor. Can you guess what's coming next? (laughs) The aim of the game was to pluck the raisins out of the burning brandy and eat them at the risk of being burned. (laughs) Whoa! According to an 18th century article, the wantonness of the the thing was to see each other look like a demon as we burnt ourselves and snatched out the fruit. Snapdragon was played in England, Canada, and the United States, but there is insufficient evidence of the practice in Scotland. Oh. So, sorry, sorry, Gemma. Yeah, yeah. Christoph, Gemma, you need to find that evidence for us, uh, So, a Flapdragon is mentioned twice in Shakespeare. Really? It sounds like this was, like, a really popular game up until, like, the 20th century when God. all of a sudden everybody wised up and was like, we're going to die if we keep playing this. I have to say that I think you would have to reach a, an incredibly profound level of boredom to be willing to scorch yourself on flaming brandy to get a raisin. <laughs> I I don't know if the point is, like, a raisin is the greatest thing ever, and so I'm willing to, to like, firewalk to get it. I think it's just, like, <laughs> let's play with fire because we've got nothing else to do because it's the 18th century. And it, and it's dark. It's the winter. Um, yeah, it says you can also use plums, uh, almonds, fruits, figs. There's a, there's, a ga- there's a chant that goes with the game. Would you like to hear some yes, of it? Yes, yes, please. This is from Robert Chambers' Book of Days, 1879. Here he comes with flaming bowl. Don't he mean to take his toll? Snip, snap, dragon. 
take care you don't take too much. Be not greedy in your clutch. Snip, snap, dragon, etc. This goes on for many more verses. Wow. So, so this is like a, a real, like not only a real thing, but a thing that seems to have been quite pervasive. Everybody was playing it up until recently. I wonder, literally everybody. I wonder if people stopped when we became a, a very litigious society. <laughs> that could have something to do with because it. Because I was just thinking that it would be really fun to invite a whole bunch of people over oh, and definitely. play, you know, like old-fashioned games. Oh, like, yeah. Like the old Flap Dragon. Yeah, but like Flap Dragon, thinking... that game where you all put your keys in a fishbowl, yes! other games. Yes, <laughs> yes. Those are the two most popular games of but, olden times. But anyway, but then I found myself thinking, I don't want to be sued. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Um, could you make people sign a, a Snapdragon waiver? I, I hope so. <laughs> but then, you know, it would end up in court anyway, and they'd be like, it said Snapdragon, but you didn't specify Flapdragon. <laughs> do you ever do anything with raisins? It, do you just avoid them? I I think, I don't know when the last time I bought raisins was. Um, I, I buy craisins sometimes. I think we talked about this, and you don't like craisins. I just, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I, but I will never understand putting craisins in salad. I don't want sweet things in my salad. I don't even want strawberries. I don't want mandarin orange segments. No. I think you need to take a stand on this craisin <laughs> issue. Because like, you know what they say. Like, if you don't stand for anything, then you, you stand. You fall for craisins. Then you fall for craisins. <laughs> yeah. So can I tell you what I like to do with raisins? Please do. So I always keep them around because... <laughs> It's true. I don't know why that's funny. Sorry. Because um, I have found that a great snack to just keep in a Ziploc bag in my purse for myself or my child when either of us is melting down mm -hmm. is a bag of almonds and raisins. Oh, that's perfect. That is like a Snapdragon kit right there. If you have a flask of brandy on your hip, <laughs> you are ready to throw down Except with some Snapdragon. Except it's in a plastic bag. So it's... You're not going to keep them in the bag. Like, you, you know, you use whatever receptacle is handy. Okay. Like... Like my yep. car cup holder. That is exactly right. <laughs> Those were originally, cup holders were originally called uh, Snapdragon uh, tubs. <laughs> and people would play in moving cars. That's why you don't play it anymore because Ralph <laughs> Nader was like, car. Yeah. <laughs> yes, forget it. Like, we're all driving around in cars now. Like, you would pull up to the drive thru and order, like, <laughs> a flaming Snapdragon bowl. <laughs> And <laughs> this sounds like it's going to come back, though, with the old bowl craze of 2015. Oh, wait. Like acai bowls and like grain bowls. But didn't Next we talk about... going to be a flap dragon bowl. Didn't we talk about how there was a mug craze? <laughs> what? Wait, there was... I I may be completely misremembering oh, this. Oh, yeah. Was it things in mugs. What What episode was that? Why were we talking about that? Anyway, since everyone's got these mugs for all of their microwave mug recipes. It was a anyway. microwave episode. Oh, okay, great. Um, <laughs> we, we got there. You know, you put that, you fill that mug with brandy, as you would anyway. Um, you you uh, throw in some of your raisins and almonds. You set it ablaze. You put it in the cup holder. You can play solo snap. Driving is so boring. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. I mean, um, remember yeah. a few years ago when that guy wrote that book about how um, everybody's playing Snapdragon alone instead of in leagues? Yeah. And, and how this, yeah. this is a, a symptom of like a disconnected society. Yeah. Social capital, man. Okay. Robert Putnam. I'm going to go on. So I think, uh, you know. Oh, are you talking about something? A variation on almonds and raisins that we mentioned earlier is Gorp, good old raisins and peanuts. Mm -hmm. uh, really good if you had chocolate to it, specifically um, dark chocolate. Yes. Good old Gorp. 
G O R C P. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Just uh, so another thing that I like to do with raisins is, despite what I just said about not liking to put them in things, I do like the flavor of raisins with steel cut oats. So when I mm. make steel cut oatmeal, which is a lot in the winter, yes. I, I like to put raisins on, on top. I don't cook the raisins into it. Oh no, that's wrong. Oh. You just put the raisins on top. So wait, so but you like the raisins in the meatballs, so it's not that you object to soft cooked. Mm, but I don't. Raisins but if in you general. if you cook it with the oatmeal, it seems like the flavor is then going to permeate the oatmeal. Oh, and, I see oof, what you're saying. No, 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 no. Okay, another thing though, and mm-hmm. this is actually I think a really cool use of raisins. Nan- oh, cooler than putting them in a bag. <laughs> Nancy Silverton. <laughs> Nancy Silverton, um, uh, well-known Los Angeles chef, mm-hmm. pastry chef, etc. She Campanile, has, is that her? Uh, that was her and I believe her ex-husband, Mark Peel. Right. She's the woman behind La Brea Bakery. Yes. Uh, she has a wonderful bran muffin recipe that uses pureed raisins. Oh, and you this would, you does would not, not sound promising. You would not know they're in there. They make for an incredibly <laughs> moist muffin. Like like if you put applesauce okay. in, in your muffin. Only this I is. I feel like you're you're like drifting toward the co-op as we speak. <laughs> Anyway, we'll put a link to Nancy Silverton's brand muffins that use pureed raisins. So America can decide for itself. No, they are. I think that a whole bunch of, come on, listeners, back me up. I think a whole bunch of listeners are going to tell me that they have either gone to La Brea Bakery and had these muffins and they are the best brand muffins. Or I really like them. brand muffins. I'm just being a jerk. You are such a jerk. Uh, oh! Yeah. Remember when I set fire to your car? Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. And- <laughs> And, and like I, that was the scandal that made but, me the know, most emailed. That was a different episode. You know, they they invented sunroofs to try to mitigate the damage done by by flap dragoning in your car. That is exactly right. Because the flames can just shoot right out the sunroof. <laughs> yeah, and that's called safety. Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, hey, what? Oh, cinnamon raisin bagels. How do you feel about those? I really like them. I I feel like this is a thing that, like, as a Jew, I'm not supposed to like for some reason. You know, I think that maybe Reformed Jews okay. like them, though. I, I, maybe if you're Orthodox. <laughs> right. I think that's how it works. I'm sure you and I are allowed to comment on this being... Oh, yeah. We're allowed to say anything. Jews. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. No, Cin- no, cinnamon toast. Cinnamon okay. toast. What about cinnamon toast? This is probably my favorite place to find a raisin. Like, I think, you know, like some, <laughs> some cinnamon raisin More toast. More than, like, under your couch cushion? Yeah, that's number two. <laughs> number three is in a flaming bowl of any kind. Um... Yeah, I think toasted, like when the raisin gets gooey from the toaster mm. and like, you know, you know you're going to burn your mouth, but you can't wait to dig in. Like that's that's the only time I get excited about a raisin. And you need a lot of butter. And, yeah. I, you know, I'm going to go out on a limb and say, what about salted butter? Mm. I think that would be good. I think we, we did a butter episode. I, I feel like I want to revisit this because I think there are a lot of times salted butter is really good. And I, I generally only keep unsalted butter around. But then, like, sometimes I'll accidentally buy some salted butter or buy it for a particular purpose. And I'm like, this stuff is really good. We bought some salted cultured butter at Trader Joe's recently. And uh, we had some bagels in the house. And I put salted butter on a toasted everything bagel. And, oh, my God, that was kind of the best morning of my life. That sounds great. I don't know where this episode could go except downhill from here. So let's wrap it. Let's wrap it. Uh, you can find us online at spilledmilkpodcast.com, uh, where I 
I don't know. Did we talk about some things we're going to link to? The the bran muffin recipe. The bran muffin, for sure. Yeah. 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 And uh, 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 Snapdragon. You can read more about Snapdragon. Well, yeah, we'll post a link to, to the Snapdragon article. We'll, we'll post a link to the rules, the official uh, Snapdragon so League rules. you can play rules. at home. <laughs> yes, by yourself. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you can not sue us. <laughs> Please. You can uh, find us on Facebook at facebook.com. Wow. <laughs> uh, While you you're can... eating your gork. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's just put more letters into stuff. <laughs> At facebook.com slash spilled milk podcast, uh, where you can talk about the dangerous games you used to play. <laughs> uh, uh, wait, isn't that the name of that uh, Chris Isaac song, Dangerous Game? No, Wicked Game. Wait. You're thinking you're thinking of the short story, The Most Dangerous Game about hunting hunting for man. I don't remember that short story. It's like a short story, like a one of these classic adventure <laughs> stories that you would that uh, kids would read in school sometimes. Um, uh, and it was about how like this guy washes up on this mysterious island, uh, and there's like a crazy rich Lord guy. Lord of the Flies. No. Where the red fern grows. Yes, it's where the red. Bridge there's, to Terabithia. There's a crazy. There's a crazy rich guy who has a fake uh, imaginary land called Terabithia, and uh, and it's very sad, and everyone <laughs> cries, and they hunt a man. Uh, Great. <laughs> that's that's what happened in Bridge to Terabithia. <laughs> oh man, that book that book just got even darker. <laughs> I didn't know it was possible. Yes. Okay. Oh my well. god, I watched um, Bridge, to, Bridge to Terabithia on Wonderworks. Did you used to watch Wonderworks no, on PBS? What's, what's Wonderworks? It was like a PBS show where they uh, did like uh, dramatic productions of. Uh, classic books and oh, stuff. Oh, you mean Masterpiece Theater for Children. Yes, it was exactly Masterpiece Theater for Children. They did Bridge to Terabithia. I was so sad. I was, I, <laughs> I, like, I just wanted to, like, watch it backwards so that the sad thing would unhappen. Do you I feel re- like I'm, I'm, like, tiptoeing around spoilers for a book that's probably 45 years old. Yeah. Did, hey, did you ever watch, uh, it was an animated movie when we were kids called The Last Unicorn? Uh, no, I've heard of it, but I haven't seen it. There was like a flame that like chased all these. Grape? I mean, like a fire that chased all of these ponies or unicorns <laughs> or something, and like it was really. Oh, they were trying to play uh, it really, Snapdragon. It, and got out of it really terrified me as a kid. That sounds it made awful. Me so sad. Oh my god! Why do we let kids watch this stuff? God, kids watch the saddest stuff. I'm gonna cry. Old Yeller. Oh. Fuck oh, you, Old Yeller. Oh God, Bambi! Oh. oh my God! Oh my God! Or like the Lost Boys scene from Pinocchio. That is <laughs> I thought so you meant the movie dis- The Lost Boys so about the vampires, as if this was like a kids' entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right, let's yes. close this thing. All right, uh, and until next time, uh, thank you for listening to Spilled Milk. Be not greedy in your clutch. I'm Matthew Amster Burton. What did that come from? Oh, the it poem. Came, the poem. I'm Molly Weisenberg. Why do so many people hate these things? Yeah, we'll taste why we talk. We'll taste why we talk. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 